Welcome, everyone, to the Upping Establish podcast. I'm your host, Uppy. Uh, with me again, we have Dodger. Dodger, how are you? How's uh, Arizona? Hot. Hot. Hot as fuck. Yep. We, we just had a 102-degree day on Wednesday, um, which is a bit too warm this early. And I know I'm preaching to someone who probably lives through worse. Oh, I'm not one of those guys. You don't know hot. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Like you're, you're like, God, it was really cold this morning. You don't know cold. I'm from Chicago. I'm like, oh, I don't right. care. I'm just saying it's cold. <laughs> Shut up. It's not, a, it's not a fucking competition. Right. And then to my left, uh, Mrs. Eppie's uh, loaning us her presence. I'm not sure she's loaning us her thoughts and prayers, but Mrs. Eppie is here. How are you? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. And I'm going to start with you. What are you drinking and how does it taste? Well... Um, you bought me Tio Rodrigo Margarita Pina Seltzer um, out of San Luis Obispo. That's a slow brew product. Oh. Right there. I wasn't sure if it was slow brew because it doesn't say slow brew. No, but they 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 make the Tio Rodrigo product line. Okay. Yeah. It's it's because mm. agave. Hard seltzer, pineapple, ginger. It's pretty tasty. Pretty tasty, okay. And, and it's healthy. Yeah, right. It's good for you. <laughs> That's why I drink it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're all watching the figure with our alcohol drinks. Right. It's the Wheaties of alcohol. Uh, <laughs> um, Dodger, I, I've seen what's in your cup plenty of times, but what is it again? It's uh, Svetka with... Um, Diet Coke. Wait, Coke Zero Vanilla. Yep, nice. Coke Zero Vanilla. And I have what I believe to be one of the uh, ultimate summer beers because um, you know it is Memorial Day weekend. That's generally uh, countrywide or kick off the summer, even though summer doesn't start for three more weeks. I have Slow Brews, Cali Squeeze, Tropical Pog, Hefeweizen. Oh yeah, the summer beer. Our our number two beer from last year's uh, uh, beer week. So mm. we're kicking off strong. It's one of my favorites. It's one. See, it's so good. Mrs. Up even likes it. And her oh, yeah. and I don't agree on too many beers, but we agree on this one. So that's one that I think's right up her alley. I can see that one being yeah. right up her alley, even without <clears throat> tasting it. I would say yeah. that's up her alley. Yeah, all the Cali squeezes. I mean, honestly, anything. Slow brew puts out there. It's almost like summer in a can, and you just can't go wrong. Like, and, and you know, you lived in that area for quite a while, um, so it's just yeah. the the great California beers. I like to call it. And I, and I like going down that way because you know a lot of the places have that you know the the slogan, you know, we're not the Bay, we're not LA. You know, they're, they're just their own thing and they own it and. Just good vibes in the Central Coast. Good vibes, man. Just good vibes. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm trying to keep it on the positive. Before we hit record, we were talking a lot of politics. Uh, <laughs> but I, I'm trying to find the positive in everything this week. We, you know, I just come out and, you know, mentioned we had another terrible school shooting this week. Um, I mean, I don't remember if it was Monday or Tuesday, to be honest, but uh, the, the effects that these things have, and I'll put it this way, is um, 
you know, little Uppy graduated kindergarten this week. Now, uh, how do I put it? Perspectively, um, I don't agree with much graduations other than the high school and the college one. Because I feel like in those two instances, you've actually accomplished something in life. I, I, I'm super, I'm not sure where ever, how it is where everyone who listens to this lives. There's even a sixth grade graduation, which I think is completely dumb. <laughs> and then junior high kind of makes sense, but I still think it's dumb. Um, and then, you know, but you do it and you're excited for your children because they're excited. And yeah. there's a lot of cute that comes from putting a whole bunch of five and six year olds on a stage. And giving them a little certificate and letting them sing, letting them sing their songs. But um, on the heels of what had just happened in Uvalde, it, it stinks for me as a parent, and you know, or at least who I was on Wednesday, that I had this, some of my mental capacity was tied up in the thought of, all right, I'm here, I can see a little uppy. We're about ten feet and three rows of humans between us. How quickly can I get to her in the event something happens? And can I get there fast enough to keep her safe? Instead of just being able to revel in the moment of, at this point in time, this is the greatest thing to happen to these <laughs> five and six year olds. You know, and it's like, how do you reconcile that? Like, you know, like, how can you just do anything without that idea of something bad might happen? It's, uh, you know, I saw your post and it just hit me deep. Congratulations to the little upster, obviously. Right. But, <clears throat> it, you know, stuff like this just hits you so deep, honestly. My niece, mm-hmm. I think of that. She had a, uh, some, I think she had a graduation from whatever grade she's in. She had a graduation and mm-hmm. same thing. You know, these things happen. Sixth grade? Yeah, sixth grade. Hmm. Um, so it's, it's, you know, it's absolutely insane. And as more, it's funny, as more kind of deeper stories of the events that happen come out, it almost, it makes it way worse. It makes it way worse mm-hmm. as more things are said and everybody's, you know, you go to work and everyone's, everyone's talking about it and putting their political argument. I'm like, why the fuck do we have to do this? Why do we, why are we doing this again? Like, why are we, why are things that are horrible that happen to children primarily horrible things happen, but here we are talking about politics again. How come us as Americans, we can't try to just come together. Why does everything have to be a point? And I said this on someone's Facebook post. So one thing I have talked about, about this horrible tragedy that we have to talk about again because it happens fucking hundreds of times a year in america and so one thing that i said one of someone tried to make a point of oh yeah like that's why your guns kill people and whatever i was i and i commented i said why does this have to be like a mm, in your face moment fuck that 19 families you know think I hope, and I say this, and I hope that everyone understands what I'm saying. I hope that those kids went out quick so they didn't have to fucking suffer, right? Mm-hmm. But here we are stuck with now 19 families of people that are suffering, losing a child, a grandchild, a cousin, mm-hmm. a brother, a sister, 
Right. Did you hear one of the teachers that died? Her husband had a heart attack the next day, yep. died, and now the four children have no parents. Yep. So that's what I'm saying. More things are coming out that just makes this so much more horrible. And I'm not going to come on here and say anything political because I don't really care about that. All I need is people to be respectful to these fucking families and these people right now. Mm -hmm. You know, and you can have your debates and it's something that has to be touched on eventually. But it's in my heart, I believe it's never going to change. It will never change. It happened in a place they call the Wild West. Oh, it would never happen in Texas. Everyone has guns. Well, it fucking happened. And the guy walked into the school untouched. Everybody says he was he was met after he crashed his car. No, no, he crashed his car. Didn't wasn't even trying to fucking be there. He didn't have a target. Right. And then he sees the school. He walks in untouched, goes into a classroom and fucking it's slaughter town on children. You know what I mean? It's just like. I don't get it. And and at first the media came out and said, well, he was bullied. And well, I saw an interview today of a guy that was very close to this kid. Mm-hmm. And he was like, that kid was not bullied. He's like, that kid like bullied people. And when his jokes didn't hit, he got very upset because people were like, you're being mean. Right. You know, and it's just like, <laughs> I don't get it. It, it. It's just, I don't get it. You know, when I saw your post, it really like hit me. I'm like, because I've met your child. Yeah. I love your child. Great time. Mm-hmm. It was a great time when we when, when I was there. We had an awesome time. Like at one point. Are we allowed to say he or she? Yeah. No, I mean her her voice has been recorded on the podcast. Okay. Everyone okay. knows this. So <laughs> she and I remember we were going out to dinner one night and she was like, Well, no, he can like Dodger can can babysit me. Right. I was like, yeah, I'll babysit. Do you guys remember that? <laughs> yeah, I did. had a great time. Like, you know, she's awesome. And so I saw that post and I was just like, that's exactly how I think. And I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Frankly, I can't, I don't go into public anymore hmm. if I don't have to. I just, I don't do it. I don't do it. Why do it? Right. You know what I mean? And that's horrible in this free world that I feel like, I don't go to movie. I won't go to a movie theater. I probably will not go to a movie theater ever again in my life. I'll go to, you know, sporting events because they're pretty well, you know, right. You know, it's hard to grant access to people that are, have, you know, bad intentions on their mind. Um, but anything like, I don't even like going to the grocery store. You know, I, I don't like those things because these are, these are problems and it that's so bad. I don't, and you know what, honestly, if you want to talk from a political standpoint, I don't know what you can do to stop it. I, I, I don't know what you can do. What do you want to do? Add more guns and put security guards on all the, it doesn't matter if a guy walks into a classroom, it, you can't well, stop I mean, that. I mean, like, case in point, Fort hood was attacked. There's no more, <laughs> there's no more guns on the military base. Thank I mean, you. You know, essentially a military base is the only place you're not allowed to have a personal gun. <laughs> what do you know? Those <laughs> fake barriers that exist that we call rules. The guy still brought a gun. It's happened twice at Fort Hood. <laughs> it's happened two times at Fort Hood. And, that, and Fort Hood's in Texas, right? Yes. Yeah. 
See, see, I mean, it's like, oh my god. I mean, I don't think we have a conservative audience, anyways. All twenty of you that listen, but yeah, more, no, more it's guns. 20, it's twenty-three now. Because if more guns was the answer, Texas would theoretically be the safest place on the planet, and that's where a lot of this shit stems from. And you know, and we don't even prioritize health, uh, mental health, in this country enough to handle what we're doing with our children on the back end of having to go through active shooter drills. Like, you know, I mean, I'm sure cause you were a California kid, you had to do earthquake, earthquake drills. Mm-hmm. Like for me, it was similar, but it was tornado drills. But the thing is a lot of those drills you did as a kid were things that we couldn't help. And that was mother nature, yep. but they're doing these drills now because we can't control the humans or don't care to control the humans. And uh, at some point there's me, some sort of trauma that's going to affect these children in their adult life. And we don't prioritize mental health care enough to help them on either end. Well, like I mentioned earlier, I picked little Abby one day up from school and she told me that they did a drill in class and it was for a bad guy came and the tone of her voice just broke my heart because she just told she said mommy I was so scared I was so scared I was going to get hurt she's five years old and this is what's getting drilled into my baby's brain from the time she starts school and how is that going to affect her mental health as she grows older I mean, yeah, that's that's such an amazing point. That's horrible. That's horrible. Yeah, but well, I'm gonna flip. Know. I'm gonna flip the page a little bit because it, it it almost happened like clockwork in my brain. Like I, I um. I kind of had started re-engaging with Facebook recently, just the last couple of weeks. Um, I, I have felt the need to kind of needle at the people who I know are um, quote unquote pro-lifers. Um, I don't know why. Just, uh, I guess maybe for me, it was a mental exercise to start poking fun at them. And, and, and Stash and I have tackled this topic before in the past years ago, that the people who identify as pro-lifers aren't pro-lifers. They're, they're pro-birthers. They actually don't care about life. They just care about getting someone born. Um, and then this happens. And yeah, I use the moment to say, where's all the pro-lifers? And, you know, they, they say that they're upset about this, but they also can't do that without saying or mentioning Planned Parenthood. And no, it's like, no, <laughs> you're not pro-life because you're against everything that is pro-life, like pro-life. health care, universal health care. Uh, this particular person I've been really needling hard on this is someone who is anti-vaccine. I'm against masks. I deserve my freedoms. Like, you don't care about life. You've never cared about life. It's just... And their only argument is like, well, what if Tiffany Haddish's parents had a, a, a an abortion? I don't know. If she wouldn't be here. I don't... I mean, I, I, has she contributed that much? Like... What, I'm sorry. Why did you bring up Tiffany Haddish as an example? Because he, I don't know this, this because she, um, her parents, she's adopted. 
Um, her parents gave her up for adoption. Um, not him. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> she she just texts me and she goes, pro life. And I said, no, he's not. No. And she goes, you? I said, no. <laughs> No, <laughs> that's what we're talking about. Yes, but no, that's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no, no. From my experiences, the people who are the most pro-life are the ones who are labeled as pro-choice. Um, yeah, that's just. Hey, I'm glad that you got back in and gotten their <clears throat> gotten their kitchens about that. Um, I feel like it's a worthwhile battle. I'm just they'll never they'll just never come out and admit who they are. That the mom of this school shooter literally said, quote unquote, forgive me, forgive my son. I know he had his reasons. Did you hear that? I could hear talking, but I couldn't hear what was said. That again, louder. The... It says the mother of the Texas school shooter speaks out, forgive me, forgive my son. I know he had his reasons. I know he had his reasons. Uh, what? <laughs> Did you, okay, but the dad came out and was like, I wish he would have killed me. And then stopped at that. So, okay. Like, uh, wow, what a weird... That marriage probably has a lot of arguments if that's the two like things they come out and say. Right. I know my kid has his re- no, there's no reasons to do that ever. Like, no. <laughs> well, he had his reasons. Yeah, she said, please don't judge him. All of no. The is on him. What the fuck? How's that any? How's that any? Why would you say that? Oh, you're better off not saying anything than saying that yeah why would you talk period i respected what the dad said he's like fuck take me out and then stop there like he was like <laughs> i think pretty much said i would rather me be dead than have all these people suffer at the hands of my son or period mm-hmm. i mean you know now they're the ones stuck answering for the rest of their lives you know it's crazy no you know we're back on the on the shooting thing i've had i've known people who died in multiple mass shootings Mm. one in the vegas shooting and one in one that happened in thousand oaks at a bar and the guy that i knew one of the guys so i knew two guys that died in the um thousand oaks one and one a lady who was like a family friend that died at the vegas one one of the guys that died, I won't say any names, obviously. One of the guys that died in the Thousand Oaks one was also at that uh, Route 66 festival when the shooting happened. He was in two mass shootings. Crazy. That's how regular this shit is happening. Right. I, I went to her house. Hmm. Do you remember the first time I went to your house? I'm not talking to Uppy or Mrs. Uppy. Hello? Remember the first time I went to your house, there was that shooting? Yeah. Two, two miles from her house. Two miles from her house. There was that shooting in, in San Jose. Jeez. It happened. It's so close to home, these things. It's getting so close to home because it's happening so often. It's like, it blows my mind. 
you start thinking about them in a ways that you do like again like those natural disasters of you know it's not if it's when mm-hmm. like yeah if it's gone <laughs> it was like maybe columbine but now it's like when is it our turn when is it going to happen to us and yeah and you know what's crazy if you think about the sandy hook the sandy hook shooting in 2012 i believe it was 2012 mm-hmm. um <clears throat> That dude killed his mom, and then went to a school and killed a bunch of children. This guy shot his grandma, then went to a school and killed a bunch of children. It's like, why did that happen? Right. Like, you know, like a. It would be a weird time to do a copycat type of thing nine, ten years later, but still, it's you think about it, you're like, well. <laughs> what's the correlation of <laughs> the same thing like the same thing happened two times you're gonna offer your greatest female ally in life and then take it out uh, on other, like uh, on little helpless human beings yeah i mean this one was so bad and, and i know that you know obviously the people i'm conversing with dodger mrs epi uh mrs dodger um 2.0 Mrs. Dodger 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> Forgive me. The fact that this one was so bad, not that it would have been bad otherwise. They needed DNA to identify these children. Yes. They were so bad, they needed DNA swabs to identify them. Horrifying. I don't know how anyone can be okay with this happening to our children. It's I don't it's understand how nobody does anything does tries to take any sort of measure to change anything about what is going on because it's not okay and it's not normal. Yeah, I don't. And you start to think that you can poke holes in arguments. Like um, I was trying to think one of the other mass shootings previous. Oh, was it There's Parkland? Hundreds of them. So I think it was Parkland. Good luck. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring up Parkland, where the school employed an armed gunman. And you say, Well, there's your I mean you, you say, Well, there, there goes your good guy with the gun argument, and then they just turn around and be like, No, that's a coward. It's like, well, we need to start, we need to stop trusting humans to do the right thing. Because in this case, we had a bunch of cops. Who are too scared to enter because they're afraid of getting shot. Imagine if our firefighters had the same mentality. Yeah, I don't want to get Everything burned. Everyone would burn the fuck to the ground. You know, like, yeah. yeah. It's like they're only out there to kill minorities. I don't get it. Like, I, if our armed forces are too scared to go into situations where there are armed gunmen, then let's figure out how to not have so many armed gunmen. Like, it just. I would. I would care to agree with you on that one. You, you know, that. there, you know, there was a ten-year ban on assault rifles from 1994 to 2004. The amount of mass shootings, as we define them, were drastically down. But then that law expired in 2004, and they have started going back up. It, it jumped like what was it? Like a very high percent. Yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't like minimal. Thousand percent or something yeah. like that. It was. A stupid number. That's insane. When was Columbine? 99. I w- 99. I was a senior in high school. 
Okay. Yeah, it was April, April 20th of 99. Yeah, so yeah. I was just yeah. finishing my junior year of high school. Yeah. And that was something that was like kind of, um, that was one of those moments probably for the first time in my life that I can recall where it was like, you kind of knew where you were kind of thing. Cause it happened during our school day. Cause it happened at a school, yeah. but I remember being in like sixth period music history and it was like on the TV, like the, the news of it was on TV at the time. And yeah, that was probably my first, you, you remember where you were when it happened kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that was crazy. I mean, that shocked everything. I don't even have a conscious memory of that, but I've, done a lot of research into a lot of these well, you were still in diapers right i don't know are four are four-year-olds in diapers if you're Maybe. a terrible child <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i was no, you probably weren't <laughs> you're probably on ice skates already but yeah i would no, I, I can confirm that okay when you put it in perspective like that yeah no i was yeah. not in diapers but um it's 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 crazy yeah, I mean that shocked the world, and people considered those dudes because I've, like I said, I've, I've watched a lot of stuff and read a lot of stuff about them. It's interesting. People considered those guys like not as that much of outsiders, and they weren't like weird. Like they just, they just did that. Like they had planned it for like a year, and then they just mm-hmm. did it like randomly no they videotaped everything they weren't like that weird on videotape like that's just it's crazy but uh, you know silver lining of that is at least they kind of went after the people that went after them which still is not right or okay but i'm saying they didn't go after helpless children right hey they helped us get rid of trench coats if nothing else i mean there's that yeah that was that was not a good (laughs) Not a good trend. Because he didn't wear a trench coat after that. But, yeah. Oh my god! Right? Anyone in a trench coat after that was super sketch. Like, oh, it's like <laughs> red flag immediately. Yeah. So I can you're think of a few kids I went to high school with that were trench coat people before. And you're either yeah, a freaky school, you know, shooter guy, or you're a uh, what do they uh, what do they call perp. that? Uh, what are they in the office? The guy that flashes Phillips. Oh, oh flasher, yeah, a flasher. <laughs> <laughs> Show me your penis, <laughs> right? <laughs> Michael Scott's reaction to all that. Uh, <laughs> to say it wasn't you. Show us your penis. <laughs> oh dear, Phyllis. Sorry, Phyllis. I had penis. <laughs> right, brain. you got penis on the brain. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I, I think I'll end what I have to say about the whole gun thing with, you know, like today was a little bit of a slow day at work. And so I engaged a little bit on, again, Facebook. I'd like to maybe they're just mental exercises for me to remember how it is to debate other human beings. Where, you know, the shallow, the shallow on the right hand side of things has just. I feel like they've hit the rock bottom. We're saying basically more guns are the answer and it's not. And it's clear that it's not. And all I said to somebody today was, you know, I agree humans make mistakes, but it is time to look into what maybe other countries have done to stop this behavior and these tragedies and maybe look at doing them for ourselves. 
And the person immediately went to, well, I assume we're talking about taking away all the guns. That won't work at all. I was like, I never said that. I never said anything. There's a lot of smaller measures we can take. Absolutely. That can probably start. And, and I kind of like rewatched some John Oliver stuff from last week tonight, where even something as simple as overturning the Dickey Amendment and the Dickey Amendment. And I, I think maybe I've mentioned it on the show before. Is the CDC is not allowed to like study, <laughs> um, study gun deaths. They're prohibited from doing it. They have like a $5.6 billion budget and they're only allowed to spend like $100,000 on researching gun deaths. So we can't see how frequent or how bad this is. Like, so let them do that. Like universal background checks. Let's actually have a digital database. Like, <laughs> dude, in Arizona, you I can go knock on my neighbor's door be like, hey, do you have like an AR-15? Yeah, okay, can I buy it from you? Yeah, if the price is right, I can give them enough money. All you need is a purchase order, quote unquote. It's just a sign. I could write it on a napkin and say, well, he sold me this gun legally and we both sign it. Here's my purchase order. And if I get pulled over with that gun loaded with 30 rounds in the mag and one in the chamber with it next to me, Cop will be fun. Do you have any drugs or alcohol in the car or open alcohol in the car? <laughs> no. Okay, you're good to go. Here's your ticket, <laughs> for, here's your, here's your ticket to, for speeding. Yeah. It's fucking insane. Yeah. It's insane. It's the same way in Texas, and this shit keeps happening in Texas. Yeah. So. I mean, I just think mandatory. I mean, I would, th- I would think the bare minimum, whatever a California gun owner has to go through to get a gun, make that the bare minimum universal for everybody. Fuck that. Yeah. Do the New York, New York, you have to be on a waiting list. Like, they, oh. well, they do all your testing. California is not as hard as I thought it was mm-hmm. compared to New York. Like right. New York, it's very hard to get a gun. Very hard. And it should be that hard to get a gun. It should be. I mean, I, I, I think we, you know, Mrs. Epi and I brought up uh, in, in some back and forth through text messages at work today. Japan, Japan makes you jump through hoops. Japan makes you prove you're worthy of having a gun. To have one, but yeah, why, they also like samurai themselves if they like lose in the Olympics. Hey, at least they have fucking honor, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Good at least they have honor. fucking honor. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, Sorry, continue what you were saying. In uh, some common sense things, things that no one should be mad about. If you've ever been convicted of like child abuse, domestic violence, or animal abuse, you should not be allowed to have a gun ever. And that knowledge should be in a centralized database where other states know it, not just one database. Mm-hmm. Um, sure and, and actually, that kind of should go with people who also have restraining orders against them. Um, there's a lot of small steps we can take to try to make some sort of progress to see if we need to do more beyond that. That does not inhibit the responsible good gun, good gun owners from having guns. But we should also make the all gun owners responsible for the ones that they do own. And the event that it does get used for a crime, then maybe the rest of the, everyone else will, you know, take better care of what they do have. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, no, I don't think change will ever happen. No. 
No, I'm, I'm just blowing hot air tonight, but no, I know. And I agree with you on everything. The, the sad truth is that I don't think anything will ever change. No. And I think most people think that too. And, and you know, and you see some of these, you saw, did you see Ted Cruz get, uh, get uh, interviewed? He goes, oh, why that- are you going to make this about politics? Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? And the guy's like, why does America suck so bad? And he's like, God bless you, sir. <laughs> oh, my God. When there's a mass shooting, Republicans start saying, don't don't make this political. Yes. That's it's like clockwork. To response. Don't make this political. I'm not talking about this because you're making it political. And they completely shut down any form of discourse about this. Yep. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. God, they are laying down gunfire in the back. Sorry if you guys can hear this. Oh, well, that's two, two, that was probably bad timing for me to say that, but yeah. Sorry about that. But anyway, yeah. Enough with the. Uh, so, with that, it, it is summertime. Um. <laughs> I'm on my second drink of the night. So I'm on my things second are drink. looking up. You know. I'm probably on number six, but uh, any big summer plans for uh, the Dodger household? Oh, hell yeah. What do what you guys got? What, what big events? Whatever you guys I know, got. yeah. Let yeah. you know when we make the plans. <laughs> Just saying, yeah, there's plans. There's plans. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the uh, Dodgers are here for four days right now. I work every night. so. Of course. Mm-hmm. That's how it would well, work, right? Why wouldn't I? <laughs> I don't think we got anything big. I think for me, it's, I'm ready for fall. I'm not trying to skip summer, but I'm ready to get the kids back in school already. And they just got out. I know. I hear you. <laughs> Hold on. We'll get her. Anyway. Um, yeah. I'm more ready for fall. <laughs> I'm ready for football season already. I just want. I am too. Yeah, I am too. I'm ready. You know, I'm ready for it to be football season is a full go, and hockey starts back up. Basketball can start back up too. Don't really care. And baseball is going into playoffs. That's the best time of the year. Mm -hmm. It's it's it's, and it's also like I'm not sure. I'm going to speak probably more specifically to those of us in a desert climate. When it gets to be fall too, you're also going to start getting the break from the heat, and yep. so it's like you have better weather to go outside and enjoy, and it's also nicer. It feels like everyone's happier at that point too, yeah. you know, because you've got the holidays coming up. Uh, it gets a lot like cooler. People are now outside and kind of enjoying the, mm. you know, in the hotter places at least. That's how it is here. Right but when it gets when it gets even a little bit cooler, people start going out and doing a lot more stuff and. It just gets fun. You know, you get to start seeing all those fall decorations come out mm-hmm. and then you're leading into like the big holidays, you know, and then eventually, you know, you get to Thanksgiving, which is just the fucking best holiday. <laughs> I mean, I love, I love Christmas. Christmas is number one, but God is Thanksgiving. Yeah. So you're, you're not old enough yet. A little bit older and it's going to start changing to Thanksgiving. What do you think? But, why do you say that? I don't know. I mean, cause you have a family, you have kids, Christmas is all about them. That is their day. Thanksgiving is about you as the parent of I'm going to gorge. That's true. That's true. See, I wasn't, I was going to say the, the Christmas being about the kids. I'm, I'm already at peace with that. And I love that. 
But you saying Thanksgiving being about the parents, that's where I didn't think about that. So I like that. Yeah. Mrs. Uppy, do you agree, disagree? Do you have a different perspective? As a parent, I really enjoy Christmas because I just love seeing the joy on faces and their excitement and their happiness and and what uh, what I've gotten for them. Yeah. For me, it's like I think about my niece. You know, I compare myself to my niece and I try to just. It is a a weekly thing, but he made it much further. He will be jumping on on his cell phone in about two minutes. Um, (laughs) This is a record for him lately. (laughs) Uh oh. But yeah. No, I mean, the fun part about being the dad on Christmas is you get to act just as surprised at what the kids got as the kids do because. Well, half the time you are because you don't know what they've got. Exactly. Because. you're welcome. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> That's why you get amazing Christmas gifts. <laughs> That's because you did all the work. <laughs> oh, there he is. Now he's logging on on his cell phone account. I did admit him. Come on. There he is. And he's back on his cell phone. Okay. It's not a weekly thing because it didn't happen last week. All right. Exception, not the rule, sir. Exception, not the rule. We had a good week last week. Yes, we did. <laughs> God, I wonder why it does that. But anyway, what I was saying is, I, I, um, it's just like we try to put on the best party for the, you know, for my niece and mm-hmm. get have her to have the greatest time because when I was a kid, I loved Christmas. I just loved seeing everybody happy. You know, everything decorated, it's colder weather. Like, so for that reason, I just love Christmas so much. It can be so good for the, you know, for the kids and for the younger people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanksgiving's fucking awesome. Oh, God, I love Thanksgiving. Just all the food you can eat. Just oh, all God. The food. It's amazing. Whereas the one day we can all pretend we don't care about losing weight or anything. And it's just, you know. Football all day, all day football. They gotta change. They gotta change some of the the matchups on Thanksgiving now. I get tired of watching fucking Detroit play on Thanksgiving. That's the last one of the bottom two last teams I want to watch play on Thanksgiving. Sorry, no. Offense. The, the, you know, I mean, I get it, but funny enough, and I'm surprised this wasn't your answer. Uh, the team I'm mostly seeing on Thanksgiving is the Cowboys. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I forget the fucking Cowboys play on Thanksgiving too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's brutal as well. Yeah, I don't want to watch fucking Cowboys. But you know what? At least the Cowboys have had like a kind of like interesting team in the last ten mm-hmm. years. Detroit sure. hasn't. Oh no, no, they yeah, like, no. At least the Cowboys like last year were like they were fun to watch. The year before, if Dak hadn't got hurt, they were fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Still suck, and I hate them. But right. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it should be a. A tradition thing anymore. I think just put some prime time like games on. You know what I mean? Like when you get into like January, I love watching a snow football game. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I don't give a shit who it is. I just love watching a snow football game. Take that consideration into like Thanksgiving. What's going on in the now? Like, 
doesn't need to be fucking Detroit. I don't want to watch <laughs> Detroit play Minnesota on Thanksgiving. Thank God there's tryptophan, high tryptophan in Turkey, so I can sleep through it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they got to change that up a little bit. As long as they, yeah, it's, it's honestly, it's all about that Thursday night game. And I think one of the best ones we ever had was one of the first that I remember. And I think it was actually the first year or two we lived in this house where we kind of did almost like a Friendsgiving thing where we had like friends over. Yeah. And I think that night it was Steelers Ravens and it was just a damn good. Oh, that's awesome. That's such a good game. Yeah. And my one friend who was over did some squares and he won like 250 bucks. So one of his squares hit that night and it was a good time. I thought he won more than that. He could have because he always wins, but that's always good. I love the uh what do they call that shit? Um the squares. What do they what do they call that? A uh oh man. There's a technical name for it. Do you know what I'm talking about for the for the squares? They're not just called squares. <laughs> no, I thought there was like a more well, anyway, whatever. There is, I don't know it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was just well, thinking about just it. Being like, I'm selling squares. Who wants to buy some? Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Like, that is kind of how you approach somebody. So I don't really know what I'm thinking about here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, whatever. Hopefully it'll come to me. But um, did it break? Oh, really? Oh, Jesus. Um, but yeah, it... Uh, <laughs> I love that. Whatever that's called, squares, I fucking love it. You get me on you can get me on squares on eight different games per week and I'll throw in money on it. I love oh, it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm, you know. I won on uh when when uh when Floyd fought Manny Pacquiao, I won Floyd by decision and I won a bunch of money. How does squares work for boxing? So pretty much there's less squares and you can buy into like, it would be like Pacquiao knockout first round, Pacquiao knockout second round, Pacquiao knockout third round. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. And, yeah. and you can pay high dollar to get like the good ones, like the by decision or like the late round knockouts, or you can even pay for like Floyd knockout period type of thing. Mm-hmm. So there's enough of them. There's like, usually there's like 30 different outcomes. So you can kind of pay your way into them. But yeah, I had, I had Floyd by decision and I won that shit. And I think it was like a $25 buy-in. There was like 30 people. It was fucking good, dude. Yeah. Like I won a lot of money. (laughs) That's right. You guys 18 at that point. Yeah. Only one outcome. Yeah. That was a, and I'm so sheltered that I didn't know that squares existed outside of football games. So, yeah. Well, it's the best in football, though. Like, traditionally, it's the best. Mm. Yeah. Um, God damn, it's really bothering me that I can't think of the name of that. Uh, anyway, sorry. Continue with whatever you were going to say there. No, I, I, I think I'm about tapped out, man. I just, I hope. We uh, took the listeners for a little bit of an emotional ride tonight. <laughs> yeah. We, we'll probably put you in some tears and then hopefully brush your spirits back up. But, um, the, I mean, and I'm sure those who are our faithful listeners probably had an idea what was coming. Um, yeah. But 
I mean, yeah, we are at the point where probably, I mean, you shouldn't stop talking about it, but we're also at the point where we know nothing's ever going to change either, which sucks. Yeah. But, um, for those who did yeah. tune in this week, thank you as always. Um, I know I can count on 19 of you. <laughs> Sometimes we get more, but I know, I know there's 19 of you I can, we can count on. <laughs> Every week. Every week. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Dodger, it's good to see you again. Um, week in, week out, you're, you're like, you know, you're like iron. You're there. You're steady. And uh, Mrs. Mm-hmm. Epi, thank you for lending us your opinions again this week. Sure. I, I think she's going to be more of a regular now that she can stay up past 8 p.m. on any day of the week. Um, but yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> how does it feel not to wake up at 3 a.m.? At 3 a.m.? <laughs> I've already forgotten what that's like. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I used to do that. Yeah, Mrs. Eppy just went from a 4 a.m. to 1 p.m. shift to a 8.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. shift. So mm-hmm. Okay, all right. No more 3 a.m. alarms. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's so nice. <laughs> There's both of us there to take care of the kids in the morning, which is nice as well. And then, um, yeah, but that's a different discussion for other podcasts. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> thank you everybody. Thank you, Dodger. Have a oh, yeah. great Memorial Day weekend. And until next week, we just wish you good tidings and good health. <laughs>